If your business growth has hit a plateau, you may not be playing big enough. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. I'm Melanie Benson. I'm host of Amplify Your Success Podcast. And I'm Samantha Riley, host of the Influence by Design Podcast. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. Today, we're talking about goals and playing bigger. There is a quote by Bob Proctor, set a goal to achieve something that is so big, so exhilarating that it excites you and scares you at the same time. And I know that definitely when I feel that excitement and that fear all at the same time, when I call them sweaty palm moments, then I know that I've hit the nail on the head. How do you know, Melanie, if your business growth is trapped by your comfort zone? Because that's essentially what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, I think that there's some signs that we're trapped in keeping things safe, right? And Mm -hmm. and that would be the antithesis. (laughs) Is that the right word? The antithesis of playing bigger. And one of them is, is that you when you, your coach or your mastermind says, oh, this would be a great strategy for you. You meet that advice or that idea with, I don't know how to do that. And and Mm -hmm. you shut it down. Mm -hmm. And I think a second one, and this, every time I talk about this, Sam, on my podcast or with clients, it like creates a lot of buzz is this idea that you make your growth, your investment decisions, the investments in growth based on fear or logic, mm-hmm. meaning mm. you're afraid if you don't see the money in your bank account, you literally talk yourself out of making the investment. So you're really nervous about taking risks. And that would be the third sign is you are, you are risk averse. <laughs> if you're like, there's a little mechanism in our brain that goes off and it says, Ooh, I don't know if that's going to work. And so mm. you don't do it. Instead mm-hmm. of, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to try and see what happens, mm. which is operating in that playing bigger mindset. So those are some of the signs. Do you want to add anything? Anything coming to mind for you? Yeah. So that risk averse thing, I think that it's really important to note that when any of us do anything in business, we don't know at any point, hundred percent that it's going to work. Like we just don't. So we need to get really good at being able to counteract these fears that come up. It doesn't mean that we're going to get rid of the fears, but it's how are we going to move through them and how are we going to be resourceful to make sure that we've got the best chance of success possible. So, and I think that the very first part of that is really challenging our perceived limits because it's it's those limits that hold us back and i think that many people are way too afraid to set big goals because they don't know how and i think that and i've mentioned it on this show before i think how is the biggest killer of dreams it totally i'd is. love 
Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think what happens for a lot of people is they stick to the safety zone or AKA the comfort zone, because that's the little square or the, the circle or the square. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying circle, but drawing a square, but that's the area that we lock into because that's how we know we can get results. And I have mm -hmm. been guilty of that. Mm -hmm. But what, oh, have what happened? Old. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, it's like, oh, can I just relax and do something I know how to do that doesn't mm -hmm. feel hard and challenging, right? But, you know, if we're being truthful, Sam, most of us who are in the game of influencing other people, and we really know we have a huge impact to make on this planet, and we want to have a greater reach, we are not designed to play it safe. And that, in my mm. opinion, creates this undercurrent of stress mm -hmm. because uh, the ambitious part of us knows that there's something else we're meant to stretch into and live into. But the part of us that's probably just tired and maybe feeling a little lost because we don't have coaching or direction or a mastermind that's, you know, holding us up and operating as that rising tide. We're just, we're operating out of the not enoughness and mm. the scarcity of what hasn't worked. And then that starts coloring every single decision we're making. And it yes. causes us to lean back into, well, if I don't know how to do it and I don't know if it's going to work, I'm not going to do it. And mm -hmm. here's the, here's the thing I want to bring home here is when you stick to strategies, you know how you will often be disappointed because things are not changing quickly enough. Mm -hmm. You are not hitting those next level goals because you're you got one foot in, keep everything the same. So it's easier and one foot in the, but yes, but I want to do this and mm -hmm. you got to make the full leap. So that's, that's totally. what I see lay out. Totally. I've got like a little a visual that I use in my workbooks a lot. So if you're hearing this and you can't see me, just imagine we've got like a big circle and you're right in the middle and this is your comfort zone. And then sort of all the way over here, there's a little tiny circle over here and this is your growth zone. But you have to get out of the comfort zone to get into the growth zone. The growth zone will not happen in your comfort zone. And once you realize that that is, you know, the constant, then it's a lot easier just to accept that, okay, this is the way that it's going to be. And it's nothing to be afraid of. I agree. And, you know, what I think happens, and, and we're going to unpack this a little bit in, in three different components, but, you know, we become the person who is capable by deciding that we're going to achieve something that feels out of reach. And we learn how to pull it off on the path. We, it's not mm. like we know how to do it. And we go, okay, now I'm going to do it. That's, that's never how it works. And you were in the green room, you were sharing an example of alter egos. Maybe you can mm. share that now as we, before we move totally. into the next component. So I think that the alter egos or like stepping into a different persona can really, really help us to show up as a different person. Now I'm not talking about being a completely different person. We're still being authentically who we are, but it's like, you know, I think about, like my background is dance, for example. And when I went on stage, I definitely took on this older ego. I'd put the costume on and I would show up in a different way. It was still me, but it showed up as a different way. And I know Beyonce used to have an alter ego because Beyonce, when she first started her career, she actually sang in church choirs. So for her to come out and sing the kind of songs and to wear the kind of clothes that, that she did, there was this, this feeling of uncomfortableness. And she had an alter ego of Sasha Fierce. And when she put on her Sasha Fierce alter ego, she went out on stage and like, how amazing is Beyonce, you know? And 
if you want to know more about alter egos, there's a really great book called The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman. And I thoroughly recommend reading it because it will help you to understand that people in, you know, film, in sport, in a lot of these very competitive industries where you're really reaching great heights, most of them have an alter ego that they step into. So we're able to use that and tap into that in business as well. Yeah, I love that idea. I guess I do that myself, you know, I was mm. like, can I access the, who would I, if I was already doing this, you know, who would I be, right? Mm. Let's talk about innovation and creativity, because mm -hmm. I think one of the things that happens when you stretch into playing a bigger game, you cannot achieve new levels of success the same way you got where you are right now. We know that mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. there's millions of quotes about that. Mm -hmm. So there has to be a next level of resourcefulness. Mm -hmm. And one of that is just literally deciding that if all the ways I've done it up to now went out the window, how would I approach this with a fresh perspective? Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. means we've got to get resourceful. So maybe you could share some of your ideas on how we can get more resourceful. Firstly, let me say that resourceful or resourcefulness, whichever way you're using the word, is one of my most favorite words in business because and I've been caught, it's normal, everyone gets caught at some point thinking that they don't have the resources to get it done. Oh, well, it's okay for that person, they've got more money. It's okay for that person, you know, they've got X, Y, Z. So we really need, you know, being resourceful is about tapping into asking better questions. Things like why, like why is this important to me? Why are we doing this? Asking ourselves who, who can help us? I think this is for me, the most resourceful question you can ask, who can help me? Who can I collaborate with? Who can I choose to work with? Asking yourself what, so what needs to be done? That helps you to understand a little bit more. Maybe where, like where can I go to find this information? Or where, you know, where would I go to be able to get X, Y, Z? Or when, when does this need to be completed by, you know? And asking ourselves those like why, who, what, where, when questions are so much better than how. Asking yourself how is like the biggest stopper of everything, especially yeah. when we're talking about innovation and doing new things. We don't know how to do them yet because we haven't actually done them. I agree. I totally agree. I love that set of questions. I would add, I, you might have said it, but I don't think I heard it. Uh, the one I would add is what would have to happen for this to work? Right. Mm. And like, just start to play out the scenario. Like, I think people gather evidence of why things won't work in their head. Mm -hmm. And that's part mm -hmm. of what keeps them stuck and not moving mm -hmm. forward. What if you were gathering evidence of all the reasons why it could work? What would mm. have to happen for it to work? What would I be doing differently for it to be a wild success? What would have mm. to, you know, what could I do now that would propel me towards this outcome being a wild success? Right. So just play the different game in your mind of all the ways it could be successful instead of all the reasons why it doesn't. Because mm. that, well, that we, mind game, Sam, this is what keeps us from going for it. Totally. And what you just talked about there is focus. Like we know where focus goes, energy flows. If you're focusing on why this won't work, then guess what's going to happen? Where instead, if you're focusing on what needs to happen, that's where the focus goes and that's where the innovation comes from that's where the creative comes from because once we know what to focus on then we can ask ourselves those better questions and really tap into 
really delving into going to the places that we need or asking the questions to be able to get those outcomes that we're looking for. I agree. Well, I think I want to wrap up today talking about some three things that are probably going to have to shift for you to achieve mm -hmm. bigger goals. Okay. Mm. So I know we have to shift and there's a lot of things that have to shift. We have to be more resourceful, but in my experience, and I know you've seen this too, Sam, there are three things that always have to change. We have to choose to do them differently in order to get new outcomes. So mm -hmm. we're talking mm -hmm. about mindset. So let's start with that. You're going to need new thinking. You mm -hmm. have to make better decisions. You have to, again, you have to program yourself to think about how will it work instead of how it won't work. And there is absolutely zero possibility of taking yourself to that next level of influence and impact with the thinking that's keeping you stuck right now. Totally. Now, so, this is your thinking. zone. This is your zone of genius, Melanie, the mindset piece. I love the way that you ask questions. I love that when we chat, you always take my brain on a little, a little explosion somewhere where I'm like, wow, why didn't I think of that? What is one of the ways or what is one of your little ninja moves that you help people with to really come into that new thinking or to realize that their old thinking is keeping them stuck? Because I'm sure you've got something there in your little toolkit. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of different tools in my toolbox that I tend to slide out when I need them. Some of it is just asking questions. But one thing that I do is I have people make a list of what's important to them. Mm -hmm. And almost always the thing that they're shooting for is not on that list. So, Isn't that interesting? Yes. Like I was working with a woman who really, she wanted to get to, she wanted to double her six-figure business. She was kind of in and out of six figures and couldn't sustain it and wanted to get to more consistency. And when I had her outline, you know, I call it a values exercise, but another way to look at it is like, what's really important to you in your life right now. Mm -hmm. When I had her do this, everything that on that had nothing to do with profit, prosperity, or financial abundance. And mm. what that did is it illuminated for me a hidden conflict about making money. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so I find that getting really, really clear, like what is the belief about whatever that thing is that you want will uncover for me a conflict that you don't even realize is there. And dissolving that conflict literally gives you this energetic freedom to go for it. So that's mm -hmm. one of my little ninja moves I do with mindset that helps people claim thinking that is congruent with where they're going instead of keeping them stuck where they don't want to be. Love it. Love it. So that's the first thing. I think the second thing that's really important is having understanding that you can't go to the next level on your own. You do need a team or you do need experts or some sort of people, implementers, we could call them, to take yes. things off your plate because this is definitely the second piece after mindset. And it's actually tied into mindset with people thinking, I can't afford it, or I do it better than everyone else, or it's quicker if I do it on my own. I'm sure we've all had these thoughts and everyone's going, well, yeah, I've said them before. But having these limiting beliefs around bringing people in to help you are definitely holding you back. And we talked about this in a previous episode of becoming the CEO of your company. And this is so important to shift into this playing bigger piece. You need to become the CEO of your business and have these implementers on your team. Agreed. Totally. I don't think I'd ever have achieved 
what I've achieved on my own. It mm, would be mm-hmm. virtually impossible because I don't even know how to do half of it. Uh-huh. So absolutely agree on team. And I think the third thing, and again, I've been doing this a really long time and doing business for 21 years. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt that every next level of success, one of the things that was a pivotal foundational piece of that was having the right coach and the right mastermind. hundred So I think of it as a rising tide effect. And I talk about this on my podcast all the time is in order to sometimes see what's possible to even get the clarity that these next level goals exist or to have the courage to go for things when it feels scary and daunting is the right coach and mastermind. hundred percent for a couple of reasons. One, they'll ask you the questions that either you're afraid to ask yourself or that you don't even know that's possible because you don't know what you don't know. Um, and the second piece is the accountability. And when you're feeling the fear and you're moving into a new space, you really need that accountability to keep you moving forward so that you don't shift into those old habits of retreating. So very, very important. I totally agree. So I think we need resources. We already talked about being more resourceful. I know one of the things that's helped me a lot is to change my thinking about what I charge for my packages. Mm. And I want to share a resource with our community today that's brand new. It's my seven-step plan to get booked, get leads, and get five-figure clients. The only way to get it is at amplifywithmelanie.com. And it's a, it's a very simple download. It's a little plan that you can activate for yourself to work through the same seven steps I work with every mastermind client, every VIP client to figure out how am I going to get to five figure clients? Well, you got to have these six components before you get to the the five figure client signing up. And this is what I cover in that download. Sam, what about you? What's the best place for someone to, to activate this next level goal with you? I think first for me, it is about getting really clear on what are the nine, the levers in your business that you can pull to be able to take you to the next level. So I've got a thought leaders business growth plan that takes you through those nine steps and you can grab that at samanthariley.global forward slash plan. Nice. Well, let's remind our audience today, this is the time We want to hear from you. What did you get out of today's episode? How are you going to play bigger? What are you going to do that's going to move the needle in a big way? And what are you going to do of these three things to shift you into playing bigger? We want to hear, is it new thinking, better team, or are you going to get a coach or a mastermind this year? Tell us in the comments, wherever you're listening to this episode. Absolutely. And if you're loving these tips and what we've talked about today, Please stay connected with both Melanie Benson and myself, Samantha Riley, as we plan to do these next level influence shows weekly. And we don't want you to miss out. And also tag a friend who you think might benefit from our topic today. Just by sharing this, you're sharing the love. And as Melanie said, tell us what you learned today. Thank you so much for joining us. And Melanie, thanks for joining me again on this show. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player? We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social. And be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode.